I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Let me tell you something, friends. Responsibility can lead to rewards and a lot of other good things, but a lot of the times, it's overrated. Occasionally, I hate that I have the responsibility of having to open up my work early on Sunday mornings, especially after my previous shift ends on a Saturday night. It doesn't allow me a lot of time to get to a bar and hopefully catch the latest pay-per-view boxing match, especially one that's so highly anticipated like Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. But no, I had to be up early, but there was no way for me to not go onto Twitter and follow from the internet. Admittedly, I wasn't watching the fight because, you know, I it had just started by the time I got home and it had to be in bed by that point. However, I think it was around round two by the time I logged on. And those of you who follow us on Facebook saw that occasionally I uh, was posting based on what I was reading. And like a lot of you, I was stunned when Tyson Fury dropped Deontay Wilder in round three. And by the time the fight was stopped in round seven with Fury getting the TKO victory, I knew that I was going to be damned if I didn't see this fight immediately the next day on YouTube. So after I got home Sunday afternoon, I clicked the first link I saw for the fight. And after getting briefly rickrolled, I clicked the second link and began to watch the fight. Now, Originally, I was predicting a knockout victory for Deontay Wilder in round nine. I was figuring that Wilder would try to be a bit calmer this time. He he seemed a bit puzzled by Fury the last time. His style just... It, it was like Wilder did not know what was in front of him. Like He had never encountered anyone like this before in all of his previous bouts. But I also figured that Wilder does know that he can hurt Fury, that he does have the power to stop him because he came very close the last time they fought. And the one thing that I probably either just didn't count on or neglected was Tyson Fury's confidence in himself. Wilder looked like he might be getting into control of things, landing a big right hand early on in the first round, but Fury was able to just shrug them off, then came back with some good shots of his own. I think what might have been the most significant punch of the whole round was just the single solitary jab thrown by Tyson Fury near the end of round one that knocked the head back of Deontay Wilder, and if you, if you go back and watch the fight, you'll see, oh my gosh, like it, it does knock him back, and it gets quite a reaction from the audience. Second round was more of the same, and while Fury promised a knockout in that round, it didn't happen. By the end of the second round, both had thrown nearly nearly the same amount of jabs and landed the same amount at 10 each, though I'll admit, Fury seemed to me, and probably to many others, he seemed to be more in control of the fight. He seemed a lot calmer. Like I don't think that Deontay Wilder was intimidated by what was happening around him, but I think Tyson Fury just knew to knew how to execute his game plan a lot better than Deontay Wilder did. Like in the previous fight, Tyson Fury's movement, and he, he's such a big guy. This is a... And I, I remember the, the pictures of him before he started his comeback where he was just ginormous. Like, he, he was incredibly fat. And even in when you see him in the ring, he he's, he's clearly in shape, but... Um, there's some sort of bit of roundness to him in the midsection, but uh, you just see this big, heavy guy moving around the ring so freely, and those he's doing these little hand feints, these little jerky movements, and 
I, that, 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 to me, is what seemed to be puzzling Wilder more than anything else. With 45 seconds left in round three, Deontay Wilder, I, I was watching and I thought, he, he starts, he's starting to look a bit tired. And then, if, if he was, he was quickly woken up by this right hand from Tyson Fury that dropped him. And like I said, that must have woke him up because that was, I think, the first knockdown of his career. Um, I think that he may have been trying to buy himself some time getting tangled up with Fury and then tripping, falling to the ring. But um, yeah, you could just tell at this point, oh, wow, this is going to be a huge uphill battle for Deontay Wilder. Now... Uh, the replay showed that the right hand from Fury landed on the ear of Deontay Wilder, and that might have thrown off Wilder's equilibrium. And if you actually look between rounds, you can see that it is bleeding. And I was like, oh my god, that's uh, that's not good. And I'm not a medical professional. Maybe I should have consulted my sister, who's a nurse, on this. But usually when you're bleeding from the ear, that, that's a pretty bad thing. I remember this line from King of the Hill years and years ago. Oh, my Lord, are you okay? Am I bleeding from the ears? No. Then I must be okay then. Was he bleeding from the ears? No. Well, he must be okay then. Like many Canadians, I get plenty of medical advice from reruns of King of the Hill. Moving on. Uh, yeah, regardless, there, there was no way back in for him in this fight, Deontay Wilder. For, from this point on, it was the Tyson Fury show, and Deontay Wilder was just a supporting cast member. Okay, it, it, he was the Newman. It, it, if if Tyson Fury was Seinfeld, then you know Deontay Wilder was Newman. Okay, and in the fifth round, he he was knocked down from a body shot. I, I you know even though I knew that the fight ended seven, I just thought, oh, that's it. Like he, this is it. His legs do not look steady. And and by the way. Maybe it's just me, and it's not like I do leg day often at the gym, but does anybody else think that Deontay Wilder has these very, very tiny legs? I just look at his upper body, and then I look at his... You know, I, I just look at his legs, and it's like somebody put Deontay Wilder's body onto Steve Urkel's legs. It, it, it just does not compute with me. Uh, another good point, it was in between rounds five and six, and that was brought by Andre Ward, was wh why wasn't Wilder's corner, why weren't they wiping his face or cleaning out the ear? Like, I, I just noticed that they were leaving all that blood in there. Why not just get a little towel, just get it, get the corner in there, wipe out some of that blood? I don't know, maybe they thought that if we go digging into the ear, it might make things worse. I do not know, but regardless, the end came in round seven, Tyson Fury just backed Deontay Wilder into the corner, and you, you couldn't see it on screen, but the, uh, the the towel was thrown in by Mark Breland, who is the co-trainer of Deontay Wilder, and the fight was stopped, and immediately, immediately, Wilder was in his corner asking, why did you stop the fight? And he, he looked very upset by that. It, it, it was not this uh, sort of... I'm trying to describe the look on his face, but he probably knew that he was going to lose, but he probably didn't want to be saved by his corner throwing in the towel. And now there's uh, talk of uh, Mark Breland possibly being uh, re replaced by Deontay Wilder, but uh, we'll get into that later. So, Tyson Fury, 
now adds the WBC Heavyweight Championship to his accomplishments. You know, if you think about it, it's a pity that he did that uh, hiatus after beating Klitschko because if he had held on to the belts, chances are we might have an undisputed heavyweight champion by now. Or, or certainly be very much closer to it than we are at the moment. Or we're still close, actually, since now it's just uh, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua who hold the belts in the heavyweight division. But, yeah, Tyson Fury wins. And, as promised, like I said, this was the Tyson Fury show. And what show would not be complete without a musical number? Tyson, describe what it feels to do what you just did. You said it, you called it, and you made it happen. You know, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I said those who bring evil against me will not prosper. I said those who stand in the dark can never come into the light. All praise be to the one and only true God, Jesus Christ. Secondly, I just want to say a big shout out to Deontay Wilder. You know, he came here tonight. He manned up, he really did show heart of a champion. I hit him with a clean right hand and dropped him, and he got back up and battled on into round seven. He is a warrior, he will be back, he will be a champion again. But I will say, the king has returned to the top of the throne. Big shout out, big shout out, top rank. Big shout out Frank Warren, Bob Arum, MTK Global, Barbea, BT, Barbea.co.uk, Wow Hydrate. Second of all, I said I'd sing a song tonight, didn't I? A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. Sing along if you know the words. And I knew by chance I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while but February made me shiver with every paper I deliver bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride something touched me the day the music died all together now so bye bye Miss American Pie them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rock singing this will be the day that I die what? this will be the day that I die now did you Teach me how to dance real slow Well, I know that I'm in love with you Cause I saw you dancing in the gym We both kicked off our shoes Man, I dig those rhythm and blues Oh, I... Parking buck with a pink carnation and a pickup truck See, I knew I was out of luck the day the music died. Thank you, Las Vegas! Have you ever seen anything like Tyson Fury? 
unbelievable. I, I, I can't really think of any any time I've seen something quite like that. You know, if Tyson Fury wants to do that, that's fine. It is not something as dense as Adrian Broner. Remember how he used to have his dad brush his hair after each fight? No, like this is something that gets the whole crowd involved. It's fun. It's enjoyable. The only awkward part about it was, uh, thankfully, the interviewer let Tyson Fury take the mic in his hands. He's kind of like, okay, you know what? This is your show. Have the microphone. Fury moved the microphone in front of Bob Arum at one point. Arum kind of got this brief deer-in-the-headlights look, and you can tell that he was thinking, oh, God, now I have to try to quickly remember the lyrics instead of just moving my mouth in a terrible lip-sync attempt. It it was funny, but... uh, Yeah, no, no, no. And the the thing is, people were watching that. Because when fighters do interviews, that's when people are starting to leave. But if you go back and watch the replay, you'll see everybody is watching that. They are singing along, and they've got their cell phones out. They are recording it. They are posting it on social media or showing to their friends saying, look what I was at you know, a couple days ago. Look how cool this is. I think that's great. Get more people involved in boxing. Show them this charismatic figure who was out of the ring for three years while he battled depression and drug addiction. Oh, See, listen how excited I'm getting about this. And I'm somebody who semi-regularly updates his podcast. It's, oh, it's great, isn't it? Now, then came Deontay Wilder's interview. Uh, Spoiler alert, this one's not as jovial as the last interview you just heard. And uh, just to let you know, I apologize beforehand for the audio issues that they had with the Deontay Wilder interview. I don't know what was going on, but uh, there, there were some problems with the microphone. Maybe... Maybe Tyson Fury's singing was so good, it just, it ruined anything that followed in its wake. You're a warrior, you proved that tonight. You did not want the corner to stop it. First off, how are you? I'm doing good, you know. Uh, things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but my, 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 trunk, my coat, my side, threw in the towel. And you know, I'm ready to go out on my shield, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my, I, I was already, my leg was already re-coming in due to other little things. But, you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me win out on my shield. I'm a warrior, and that's what I do, you know what I'm saying? But um, he did what he did. There's no excuses, and we come back and be stronger. They did something to protect you, which is their job, which is important. Now, how do you recover from something like what happened tonight? I mean, even the greatest... Even the greatest I love him came back, you know what I'm saying? That's just part of it. And you just you, you take it for what it is, you know what I'm saying? I can't make no excuses tonight. Got a lot of complications. And uh, like I said, we come back even stronger the next time around. You know, this is what big time boxing is all about. The best must fight the best. I just appreciate all the fans that came out tonight and support the show. And uh, I hope everybody go back home and get back home safely. I was really pleased that both... Uh Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, they both congratulated each other. Fury said that Deontay Wilder is a a true warrior and that he'll be a champion again. Uh, Deontay Wilder said that the better man won tonight, and that was Tyson Fury. The thing is, what's happening right now is what Deontay Wilder is saying right now. You know, I, I, I do like the guy. I think he's very entertaining to watch. But at the same time, 
he really he, he needs to stop making excuses. Day after the fight, he he was just making these excuses. He was saying that his leg hurt. He was saying that his costume that he wore into the ring for his ring walk was too heavy and that it took all of his strength. And that's why he wasn't as strong in the fight. Okay, now, I'm not a professional actor, but I've done lots of acting in my life. This is why actors do this thing called a dress rehearsal. They'll put on the appropriate costume that they have to wear for the performance, and they act out how they'll do the play. That's a dress rehearsal. Why the hell wouldn't Deontay Wilder say, oh gosh, uh... Uh, th th this thing that they got me to wear, and it's really heavy, and it's a it's a long way of the ring. I don't know if I should wear this. And you know what? No, for, forget it. I'm just going to come out as me. He was saying something how uh, I was reading later that he was wearing a costume that was supposed to be important for Black History Month. Maybe it's me because I'm the whitest person you'll ever hear, but... I, I was just looking at his costume like, where's the black history? I, I don't know. I'm not that interested in that. You want to know how Tyson Fury came out? He came out as a king on a throne being carried. There's no stress on him. All he has to, all he has to do is just sit there and look confident like a king should. But uh, he, he's making excuses about that. The other thing, and I said I was going to get to this, did Mark Breland do the right thing stopping the fight? Deontay Wilder had apparently told his cornerman that, no, do not stop the fight. No matter what happens, I want to go out on my shield. Mark Breland did do the right thing. Doesn't matter what you want, Deontay. The, the responsibility of a corner is sometimes to protect their fighter. I understand that you do have this amazing one-punch knockout power, but I just don't think it was going to happen that night. And you weren't demonstrating any fight back. You were just—it it really did seem like the end of the fight. I, I think that Fur or Wilder would have preferred that the, the referee Kenny Bayless stopped the fight, but he was upset that it was Mark Breland. And now there's discussion. I haven't seen anything official, but a lot of speculation that Mark Breland's going to be fired and. I mean, I, I, I think I think Mark Breland can probably live with that. Dude knows boxing inside out. Uh, a former gold medalist in the 1984 Games. A, I believe a two-time welterweight champion. So the guy knows boxing, okay? And I, I think what a lot of people do know is that you can get seriously hurt in there, okay? Does nobody remember the boxer Patrick Day? In October of last year. 154-pound contender or journeyman, Patrick Day was killed due to injuries that he suffered in the ring in his bout against Charles Con Conwell. Okay? It, it, do you really want to take that chance? Do you want really want to say, well, you know, at least I went out on my shield. Okay. Is that going to do anything for your daughter or your, your friends and family? I mean, I, I do not understand this mentality of I'm too good to be stopped. I'm special. I am of a different kind. I'm just going to name some boxers off the top of my head right now. Great fighters, all-time great fighters who have been stopped at one point or another in their careers. Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Robinson, Archie Moore, uh, Willie Pep. okay? 
That's four off the top of my head. And they'd make anybody's top 10 all-time great list. And you're going to say that you're somebody different? You're somehow more special than them? No. You're getting your ass kicked. And you don't need to be taking further shots to the head when you're bleeding from the ear. Okay? You don't need to do that. If he wants to fire Mark Breland over that, that's fine. That's his prerogative. But um, I, I really don't think that it's that big of a deal, in all honesty. Now, moving on to the real important things. Tyson Fury is the lineal champion. He's now the WBC champion. Who do we want him to fight next? Is it a third fight with Deontay Wilder? I'm not for that right now. You know, maybe a year from now? Or maybe after who I think should be his next opponent, Anthony Joshua. I would love to see Tyson Fury fight Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, as you know won his rematch against Andy Ruiz. He won his titles back. So he's got the WBA, the IBF, and I think it's the IBO heavyweight championship again. Regardless, he's got all the other belts. Okay? Tyson Fury, he's got the lineal championship. Let's have these two fight. They're both British. They they are both very fun to watch. Let's have it happen. Well... And let's not waste time. I've, I've heard, um, I think it was Tyson Fury's father, he said that uh, he would really like Tyson to retire. But um, I hope that doesn't happen. At least not for a little bit. Let's get the Joshua fight. And then if, if Fury wants to retire, fine. That's his prerogative. But let's please, please get Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. That is the fight to be made in the heavyweight division right now. A fight with a third fight with Deontay Wilder. If suppose Tyson Fury wins the fight with Anthony Joshua, sure. Let that happen. Only if he makes it past Joshua. And I'm not saying that he's not going to, but I'm just saying, you know, things can happen. I mean, I predicted that Wilder was going to win this fight but it was Fury who did. And maybe if I pick Tyson Fury for a fight against Anthony Joshua, maybe Joshua will win. Who knows? But let's just, let's see how Deontay Wilder bounces back from this first loss. Okay, let's see how he does. And then let's talk about what should be next for either uh, Anthony Joshua or Tyson Fury, whoever wins that fight. Now, this is the end of the podcast. I would like to promise I'd have another podcast for next week, but unfortunately, that's not going to be happening. I'm going to be in international waters. I'm going on a cruise. My sister's getting married. So we're going to have a good time, catch some catch some sun, and hopefully not catch the coronavirus. Anyway, that's all I have for you this week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxingforfree. Be like Eris Lundy Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Miller Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxingforfree and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxingforfree page. 
You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time. Oh, boy, we're off to sea, to see what we can see. See? See, see. We're off to see the sea, and we're off to see the sea. We're off to see the sea, oh, we're off to see the sea. Oh, we're off to see the sea. Wild winds blow, we're off to see the sea, where the wild winds blow. We're off to see the sea, where the wild winds blow. We're off to see the sea, where the wild winds blow. Where the wild winds blow. Oh, we're off to see the sea, where the wild winds blow.